Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us now, the skipper of LSU baseball, Coach Paul Maneri. Coach, congratulations on a, a tough road series and a, and a road series victory. Yeah, thank you, Christian. It was a great environment, and the guys rose to the occasion, played really well. Felt like we could have won all three games, um, but, you know, two out of three and bad. No, certainly not, especially on the road. And I, I don't know, I made the argument earlier. Coach, you tell me if I'm wrong. It's almost like winning on the road in the SEC almost counts two for one, if you will. I know it doesn't figuratively in the standings, but uh, you know, it, that's, that's just how big it is to be able to go in, on the road and win in the SEC. I'm just, you know, I've been in this league for 13 years, Christian, and it just every year it just amazes me more and more the quality of the, the pitching arms that you run up against nowadays. Uh, I mean, it's almost like you face a major league staff. You know, the, the kid that we faced in game two, again, was a was a, literally a first-round pick out of high school. Mm-hmm. Turned down $2.5 million to go to Mississippi State. And, uh, I mean, you know, when you're facing, you know, that caliber of pitcher almost day in and day out in this league, it's it's tough. It's tough. And, uh, you know, you got to match that. And, I, and in that particular game, Cole Henry did, followed by Fontenot. And we were able to, to, to pull out the win. And I thought our, our guys, you know, against their pitcher that particular day did a phenomenal job. I think he had given up like 11 hits the entire season. And we got, I think, eight or nine off of them in, in four innings. So, you know, just some days that's how baseball is. You know, you guys get locked in and, they, you know, they hit the ball hard and it finds some grass somewhere and they, they drop in and we get a couple clutch hits and the confidence continues to grow. LSU coach Paul Maneri here on It's Just Sports. And, Coach, I know it's just one series, but – and, again, I know you, you take it one game at a time, et cetera. Uh, but is this a – after the players-only meeting, is this, a, a, I guess, a, a turn-the-corner moment perhaps for your baseball team? Well, you know, it, it's a long season. We, you know, that, that game yesterday was the exact midway point of a 56-game schedule. We've played 28 games. You know, traditionally, Christian, people that follow our program know that we, we improve as the year goes on and that's the way you want it to be. You know, you want, you don't want to peak at the beginning of the season and then everything's downhill after that. There's going to be ebbs and flows during the course of the season. And that's why I try not to let our guys get too down when they have a rough game. You know? And, you know, I just know how hard this game is to play. It's, you know, I've been around it my whole life and it can be a very humbling game. Look at take a guy like Antoine Duplantis who has over 300 hits now in his career you know, he'd been scuffling for two or three weeks, and all of a sudden he get you know he gets uh, gets three hits one game, and then the next game another three hit game with two home runs. All of a sudden he's he's hot, you know, and it makes such a big difference for your team. So whether it's a turnaround or it's just you know these were great victories, and now we just keep moving forward and keep trying to improve. You know, everybody talks about winning series or sweeping series or losing series. I try not even to think of it in those terms I just try to think of it as one individual game of 30 as we work our way through the schedule try not to let the guys get too down in the dumps but you know after nine games knowing that we've played six of them on the road against top five teams to be six and three I think is something that 
we would have all taken before the year began. Coach, you moved Antoine DePlantis in this series from three to the one hole. Was that for him to see better pitching or, or just change it up a little bit? What was the logic there? Yeah, it was just, you know, trying to, you know, Antoine had been struggling, and I thought, you know, if he didn't come up his first time of the game with runners in scoring position where he'd feel that kind of pressure on him again, maybe it might loosen him up. And he, he gave a terrific at-bat, his first at-bat of the game, leading off uh, in game two. And he smoked a line drive up the middle. And that's when Antoine's really hitting good is when he's hitting the ball back through the middle. And he just hit an absolute line drive right right back to the center fielder. But, you know, base hit to center field. And I said, oh, man, there, there's the swing that I've always loved, you know. Then the next game, he let off the game with a home run. So, um, you know, sometimes guys just need, need to see something a little different and it just takes a little pressure off of them, shakes things up a little bit, and they forget about, you know, worrying about their swing and the mechanics of their swing, and they just relax and play. I guess that's what happened with Antoine. But all I know is I'm, I'm happy to see him swinging it good and hope he can continue it. An outstanding performance on the mound from Eric Walker. That looked like, Coach, the Eric Walker of 2017 yesterday. Well, you know, his velocity was up yesterday. It's kind of inexplicable, really. You know, he's been 83 to 85 all, all year, and all of a sudden yesterday he was 87 to 89. And that just that few extra miles an hour makes a big difference because he's going to throw a lot of change-ups and a lot of break of balls, and he's going to get them to have to, you know, respect that. And also when you sneak an 87 to 89 in there, it seems like it's 93 to 94. That's what Eric is able to do when he's pitching really well. But when you're only throwing 83 to 85, even if you fold a guy by throwing a fastball, it, because the velocity is not great, sometimes they can still get the bat on the ball. And that's what he was struggling with. You know, the first time around the lineup, he'd been in his first three starts or so, he was dominating. But then the second time around the lineup, they kind of had him figured out. Well, yesterday they couldn't figure him out because he was throwing a little bit harder, and he got us through seven innings. So it, what a wonderful thing to see. You know, Eric just, you know, had a long road back from the surgery and the rehab, and and he's such a great competitor and a leader uh and just to see him pitch like that was just a huge lift for our team lsu coach paul maneri here on it's just sports the tigers taking two of three on the road against mississippi state over the weekend thursday friday and saturday and coach uh, cj willis you inserted him in the lineup and uh, he looks like he atoned pretty well he, you, you venture a guess that he'll probably stay there at least in the lineup he had i think he made a case this weekend well, you know, CJ's a great kid and he's had a great attitude. He just he's not a great defensive player anywhere and, and when you look at the options as DH, you know, we've been using Giovanni there and at first base has been Kate Beloso. So, uh, you know, left field and when Cabrera is healthy, I mean he's gonna play there. So, you know, what happens is they're all left handed hitters and I made a conscious decision to go with Beloso. And, and Giovanni's been doing great, too. I think he's been competing really hard. But we were at a point in the game there where we were down, and, and one, you know, I think our nine-hole hitter was coming up, and a right-handed pitcher. And I just thought that CJ's last three days, his batting practice had been so good. It seemed like his confidence was growing. So it just took a, took a chance there, you know, and gave him a bat and said, let's go take a swing. And, gosh, he gets two strikes on him and then drills a the ball off the left center field wall. I mean, that's special when somebody does something like that. They're watching the game and come off the bench and give your team a spark. We didn't come back all the way to win the game, but it, it got us right there and gave us a chance. 
so I just felt the next day, you know, he deserved a chance to play and I put him in there and, you know, he had three terrific at bats. I think he had maybe only one hit, but he drove in three runs, including a sacrifice fly with two strikes. He got a ground out with two strikes to drive in a run. And I think he had an RBI single. And, uh, yeah, that I was like, man, this, you know, we got to keep him in there. Well, the next day, Cabrera, we couldn't play him anyway because of his wrist. So there was a no, it was a no-brainer to leave him in there. And, and even though he didn't have a lot to show for it yesterday, he got a big hit late in the game to drive in another run. So CJ's not afraid, I'll tell you that. He's a very poised, composed young man, and he's had a great attitude waiting for his turn. And, you know, in typical LSU fashion, I mean, I can think back to 09. This is about the time Mikey Motzwick got inserted into the starting lineup, you know, and provided a real spark for us. Who knows, maybe C.J. Willis will be that spark for us in 2019. Nothing long-term with uh, Daniel Cabrera and his wrist, right? Hope not. Yeah, it's been bothering him, though, since Christmas break when he was hitting a lot. So he's kind of just battled through it. I know he's getting a, a special treatment today and uh, a few days of rest and treatment. I'm hoping he's going to be okay. It's not by Wednesday, you know, by the weekend. Um, but, you know, he's been very courageous fighting through it. You know, your wrist is a very – if you're a baseball player and you're trying to swing a, a bat and your wrist is bothering you, that's a pretty significant injury. So, you know, he hasn't been swinging the bat like he can consistently, and it, I'm sure a lot of it has had to do with the way that his wrist is hurt. He hasn't really complained about it much, Tim. So I, I wouldn't really have the understanding of just maybe how significant it's been bothering him. But the other day he took a, a, an awkward swing and he started to shake his wrist, and that's when I knew it was bothering him. And then by the end of the game I had to take him out. I think that was a game two. And then, uh, of course, we sat him yesterday. Coach, i got to ask you, how does a guy that's not necessarily known for his power and Antoine Duplantis, more of a contact hitter, singles, doubles guy, all of a sudden come up with seven home runs in a single season and you're not at the halfway point? You know, if I could figure that out, I'd make a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> people wonder how Bregman, you know, went from being, you know, what he was, all of a sudden he's in the big leagues hitting 30 home runs a year. You know, sometimes guys just, they they, they get smarter with the, with age. They, they, you know, the experience that, they see certain pitches, and they try. They know they can try to do a little bit more with them than just hitting a line drive. And uh, you know, it, it, I got to tell you, I'm pretty surprised as well. You know, what's he, how many has he got now? Seven or so? Seven. I think his career Seven. total was six coming in to the season, yeah, career-wise. He, he had hit two a year for three straight years. So, you know, the last thing you want Antoine to do is just become a dead pool, try to hit a home runs. Because I spoke to you earlier in this interview, when he's hitting the best, he's hitting line drives up the middle. So let's let's hope he continues to do that, and every so often he can still turn on one and hit one out. Coach, finally, before I let you run, any concern about Todd Peterson in the last couple of outings? Well, I think Todd's, you know, he's just missing with his with his location a little bit. His stuff is still good. He's still in the mid-90s, and once in a while he hangs his slider. Um, I don't, Todd seems to pitch better when the game's on the line. Whenever we try to get him out there, either to get him some work or just – you know, it's a 10-run game. It seems that's when he struggles the most. He, you know, some guys are like that. You know, when the game, when the pressure is the greatest, they pitch the best. So let's hope that that's the case. I, I think it is. LSU coach Paul Maneri, the Tigers taking two of three over Mississippi State over the weekend. Congratulations and uh, good job, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank as well. you. Okay, my right. pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.